With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Talk Recorded live. Hey, this is Kevin Kelly, the voice of Ring of Honor Wrestling, and you are listening to Three Count Thursday. You got it? Three Count Thursday. Make it happen. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Three Count Thursday, NGSCSports.com. Jim and Ryan here with you Thursday, November 5th, 2015. The first Three Count Thursday in the month of November. We are in the month of Thanksgiving, and uh, that makes two big, fat wrestling fans pretty happy. Just remind everyone about NGSCSports.com, where we never stop. Visit the site for all the shows, all the written content, and much much more. Go to Spreaker, iHeartRadio, and the TuneIn Radio app. Search NGSC. You can find our show directly by search, by going to ngscsports.com slash the number three dash count dash Thursdays and podcast the show directly by uh, by searching NG or excuse me by searching three count Thursday in your podcast store. You can also uh, visit us. Uh, on all of our social media accounts, we are on Facebook at facebook.com slash three count Thursday. Twitter and Instagram are at three count Thursday. And that is always the number three, never the word. So when you're going to our social media and you're searching for our podcast, all of that, it is always the number three count Thursday. I am at Big Jim Sports. I am joined by at RYN Eagle. Our sack guy, Matt, is at 3CTA Philly 8. The at three CTA Philly eight again at three count Thursday and facebook.com slash three count Thursday. We are welcoming in our co-host Ryan. Ryan, welcome in tonight. How are you, buddy? I'm very good. Big Jim. Uh, what a stacked show we have so much to cover today. I feel like I'm saying this every single week that we've got a lot to cover, but uh, this week I'm serious about it. I'm not lying to you folks. Yeah, I mean, it, it's we're 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 waiting on our guest. Hopefully that uh, you know, hopefully he will uh, he'll be in with us in just a second. Shane Strickland uh, will be joining us here briefly, uh, but we have plenty of stuff to talk about. We have a local show this weekend that uh, you and Matt and uh, and uh, a a call up or a call in from the bullpen, if you will, Mark uh, will be uh, will be handling the pre show at I'm excited a. Excited too, man! I was talking to him the other day. He's jacked. He can't wait to do it. Um, He's seen us do it at LCW before. Lifelong wrestling fan, uh, local indie wrestling fan. The guy's a wealth of knowledge in, in the world of professional wrestling. So very honored to have him joining us. Uh, a good buddy, uh, Mark, will be joining us at the PWE show this Saturday. Yeah, I keep talking about you and Matt getting vacations. I finally uh, I get a weekend off, which is, is kind of nice. Uh, my wife and I are going to go see Jeffrey Ross in York 
uh, the uh, the roast master general himself. So are you sitting close to the stage? Because somebody of your size, I think, is easy to find, and you'll be picked on heavily. We bought the tickets a while ago. I don't exactly remember where our seats are. I, I think we're closer than farther, if that mm. makes sense. Good so, luck. Um, yeah. I mean, heck, if he pulls me up on stage, it wouldn't be the first time that that they've um, that they've that they, they've called me on stage. So, um, yeah, Ryan, let, let's get right into the let's right get get right into the PWE talk. Um, sure. Give everybody a little bit of background, PWE, and what uh, what what we got going on this weekend. Yeah, absolutely, very excited. Uh, this is the Pro Wrestling Empire PWE. Um, I, I guess we can see the history is being made this Saturday. It is the Yellow Breaches Sports Complex in New Cumberland, Pennsylvania. It is the Empire Rises, uh, Pro Wrestling Empire's debut show. Huge card. I think there's nine, ten matches on the card. The Pro Wrestling Empire um, tagline is they're going beyond the experience, and they want you to be part of the Empire. Again, less than 48 hours, they make history as they present Empire Rising. Um, they've announced some some matches today. Very exciting. Uh, the very opening match, very first match of the PWE, is going to be Shane Swerve Strickland, our guest tonight, the International Swerve, taking on Katana. Um, huge match. These guys are are known all over all over the world. Um, Shane obviously wrestling Lucha Underground, um, CZW, it, it just. A phenomenal match. These guys are so evenly matched. What a way to kick off Empire Rising with, with that match. Uh, some other matches they've announced tonight. Um, we have Laszlo Arpod, your guy, your Hungarian hero, Jim. You're a big My Laszlo Hungarian fan. hero. Everyone's Hungarian hero. He's taking on Shane Malice um, in, in what's going to be just a phenomenal match as well. Um, and I say that they, uh, they offered Shane a spot excuse me, a spot in the um, in Hollywood's finest. Shane Malice was offered a spot. He refused it. So uh, Laszlo took that personally, and Laszlo plans to take care of Shane Malice here. So I don't know who I would pick here. Uh, Shane turning him down for whatever reason. Laszlo upset about it, and, and he's going to be the muscle for Hollywood's finest. Uh, a great faction in this area. If you're not familiar with him, look him up. Um, led by Kevin Murphy, it's Laszlo, uh, Eddie Smooth, uh, Buku Bucks. Is with them. Um, I don't know why you wouldn't want to be associated with Hollywood's finest. Right. I mean, when do we get our call? I mean, I would uh, gladly. I mean, not that I can help them in the ring by any means, but um, yeah. I mean, it's definitely going to be. It's going to be a match. I mean, it, it, it sucks that I have to miss this. This show is shaping up to be absolutely spectacular. It really, it really sucks that I have to miss it. Um, but uh, yeah, that that match, Ryan. You know, really, I, in in a way, I'm kind of lucky because I don't have to pick a winner. I don't. I don't have right, to. You don't have to pick this. Yeah, I don't have to decide and, and pick who I would pick to win because I don't know. I don't know who I would pick. Right. And we're definitely going to be talking to Shane about his match. So so I kind of skipped over that a little bit. Um, Jim, what what WWE pay per view is coming up? Survivor Series. It's a Survivor Series match. Um, the Yellow Breaches Sports Center, again, New Cumberland, Pennsylvania, they're hosting the very first Pro Wrestling Empire's Empire Rising. We'll have a Survivor Series-style match. Oh. It is uh, it's Kevin Murphy's team 
against Richie Nightmare and the Mercenaries team. Okay. Big Jim, uh, Kevin Murphy has, has in, his, in his words, I guess in his opinion, has created kind of an, an, an untouchable sort of team, like a dream team, if you will. Uh, Kevin Murphy is leading his team of sizzling Stan Styles, the icon, B.J. Walker, P.J. Mathis, and Malik Avalon, led again by Kevin Murphy, leader of Hollywood's finest, into battle against Richie Nightmare and Mercenary. They have assembled a team with Slider, Nighthawk, and Pitbull as well. So Survivor Series style match. Um, who knows what's going to happen here? Very excited. That is going to be on the card as well. Once again, we're talking about Pro Wrestling Empire's debut show, Empire Rising. Yeah, and I think um, I think we, we we have our guest on the line, so let's uh, let's get right to him, Ryan. We'll get back to the rest of the card uh, once once we uh, once we are done through the interview here. Uh, let's get right to him, Shane Strickland. Welcome, man. How are you, man? Yo, how's it going, y'all? Good. Sorry about the little bit of technical issues we were having. Uh, it seems to be a running theme with this show here lately, but uh, we're glad uh, we're glad that you're here and that you could join us. Not a problem. I actually got some guests with me as well. We got uh, Tim Donst over here. We got the Dub Boys from CZW. We got David Starr. We're all in a car ride right now. Very hey, cool. Man. Very cool. Uh, say hello to all the guys. Oh, yeah, all right, just just for a little bit of starters, give uh, give everybody a little bit of background on yourself. Uh, um, you know your your history, a little bit of history in the business. Like when you when you were a kid, did you watch it growing up? And and who were who were some people that uh, influenced you? Well, as far as background, personal, my, as far as my personal life, I was a uh, I was a military kid, so I grew up with um, being on military bases in Germany and stuff, probably the first seven years of my life. Um, around, I started getting into high school, I mean, getting into uh, wrestling around, when I was like middle school, around like 12 years old. And the first person I really that really influenced me was uh, Rey Mysterio. That was the first one that really, really like got me glued to the screen watching wrestling. The dream. Um, so, yeah. So, after that, um, um, I believe I moved down to Virginia to honestly finally get started to train and start wrestling. And I went to a place called Ground Zero Wrestling. And it was like that I moved down on like a Sunday and I was there that Tuesday. And ever since then, I just started training and working a job while being in the military at the same time. So it was really, really tough. And then after a year of, like, having shows down in Virginia for Ground Zero, I decided to move back up north to Pennsylvania, which is where I met Adam Cole and Greg Excellent. And um, Adam referred me to CBW, and I moved up towards the Philadelphia area, as in that's where I met DJ Hyde. All right, let's uh, let's talk a bit about about your training. Uh, you said you were down there at Ground Zero uh, in Richmond. Uh, you were training under um, Ron Cromartie. What was his training regiment like, um, and what were some of the most important things you took uh, from training with him? Well, the man that uh, that uh, ran the school and owned the company was Dave McLeod, and he taught me the essentials like the lockups, 
the switch and transitions into different holes and everything. So he taught me those basic essentials. But um, Ron Cromartie was like the uh, who went by the Pharaoh at the time. He was the one that really tr- truly um, got me in the ring, and we had like 15 minute matches on the fly and stuff. He's the one that really tr- uh, truly taught me how to work and pace myself through matches. And we had like matches from like like on Saturdays for like three hours, just going like over and over and over again, repetitiveness. We'd go to we'd uh, sit down and watch footage over like all the time and show me the things that he liked, things that I liked, things we didn't like, and we just, we really meshed, we really, like, uh, meshed on a, on a personal level, too, because he's one of my best friends still to this day, but, um, he's the one that really groomed me for what I was going to take on later on. Now, you know, if, if you think back to your, your first match back in, uh, like, 2009, uh, how much do you remember from it, and, and, you know, do you recall kind of what your thought process was going into that nerves crowd reaction anything like that i was uh yeah i was, I was worried about being on botchamania honestly uh honestly to be to be honest i um i didn't really have too much i really didn't have too much uh say in the what i was going to do in the match i had like a little bit of an idea but i was more i was the athlete of the it was a tag match actually my first match was a tag match and um, so there was like three veterans, three three veterans in the match that pretty much told me what I was going to do, where I was going to be. Um, and I didn't really understand charisma yet, but I was I really had a big adrenaline rush being in front of a crowd, not wanting to mess up, not wanting to screw up and anything. But uh, looking back, it was probably one of the worst matches I've ever had. <laughs> Uh, we're going to talk a little bit about your some of your matches that you had in CZW. Oh, uh, you're a two-time CZW Wired champion. Two times. Two times. Two times. Two times. Two times. CZW Wired champ. Not once, but twice. Um, the first time you Not won it from Devin Moore. Twice. twice. Uh, you, you won it from Devin Moore at High Stakes 5. Uh, your second title reign, you, you uh, beat Joe Gacy at a Dojo Awards with a roll-up. Um, what did holding this title mean to you? Say again. Say that last part again. So what did uh, what did holding the the wired title championship mean to you? Well, honestly, it, it finally meant that they put trust in me. To uh, to be honest, because at that time they always put me in good positions, to have good matches with good talent, but I always felt like I was. Uh, I feel like I was. Uh, a little bit past that time, I was ready to be more responsible and be be able to lead, be able to put in a spotlight position and um, and progress in the company. And so when they gave it to me, it was out of nowhere. So it was a lot of me, a, a lot of that, uh, what I had to do for the rest of that year relied on what I could do. And I had to come up with a lot of different things and change for myself. I had to, I really had to pick up the pieces of what was left and then make something else new. And then I had to make myself new, and I had to make the fans see myself in a new light. And so um, I felt like uh, that year I made the wire title mean a lot more than what it was, especially being taken at the time. And uh, but honestly, I felt like not having the championship didn't boost me, but me having the championship and having and doing something with it definitely boosted me. Okay, and uh, during your second 
reign as champion. Uh, we put this out on our uh, Facebook page that we had to talk about it. Um, you defended the championship in a Tames of Glass match. Uh, can can you talk us through that match and, and what goes through your head when you're like, okay, I'm wrestling in a pane of glass match? I really don't like to glass. Uh, I, I was... Going through it, I really didn't want. It. I really didn't want to, but I knew I needed to. You know, I didn't. I really, I knew I needed once again to um, be seen in a different light in the company. So it wasn't something I really like. Felt like, oh, this is going to be cool. This is going to be awesome. It was more like this is something I need to do to be one of the guys in the company, one of the top guys, and. um uh, it, once again, it was one of the things I felt I had to be. It was, I I put a lot of responsibility on myself, and I put a lot of weight on my shoulders because I, I feel like I could carry it. And especially being in the ring with one of the best deathmatch wrestlers in CCW's history, I, it was a lot of pressure on me. But um, definitely, like the pain, I wouldn't want to do it again. <laughs> I I can believe that. Um, Kind of a follow-up, but, but a shifting of gears here. How does somebody that wrestles in panes of glass matches, how do you land on the Jackson 5, I Want You Back, as your uh, as your theme music? Honestly, uh, during that time, I wasn't even using the Jackson 5 music going into that match. I switched my music over to something more, uh, more a lot more darker, more serious, because that's where my character was going. And then, um, so when I, um, but as far as Jackson 5, actually Sammy Callahan gave me that song when I debuted for CZW in Herald Assault. And so it was something that the fans, like, recognized right away. And when they, when I, yeah, when I missed the 630 and almost died, <laughs> uh, that was something that, like, it was given to me and it stuck. And I just rolled with it enough to roll with it to this day. All right, very good. Now, follow follow our, um, you know, fast forward a little bit to now um, and your character, Killshot. Uh, how, how did that character come about, and, and how involved were you in the creation of that? You're Killshot? I had no idea I was Killshot. <laughs> but um, I know from different rumor mills of what Killshot has spoken to other people about, um about like um, <laughs> the Killshot character was honestly uh, I came up with it, uh, but um, the, the with the producers they knew that they were, uh, were introducing a new character. They wanted to introduce a new mass character because Robert Rodriguez, the creator of the show, he needed more. At that time, they were like mid season of season one of Lucha Underground, so they needed to introduce a new character, and he needed that. So they felt like, oh would you be willing to put on a mask? I was like, um, sure. Uh, they, they were thinking like a red and black color, but they weren't sure yet. But um, they gave me full creative freedom to come up with a name, come up with the idea, the style of what I would be, the you know, the, uh, the psychology of my character. So I came up with it all, honestly. And, and congratulations on, uh, on season two, uh, just being... And now it's a couple of weeks ago. Congratulations. Yeah, you did it. You did it. Oh, thank you. Appreciate that. I'm going to win this limo right now. Yeah. Really appreciate that. Uh, That's the caviar. 
we were first introduced to you locally uh, from LCW, Lancaster Championship Wrestling Matches. Um, we have had some really, really great matches as singles wrestlers. Um, you said you first match was a tag match. Do you have a preference between tag matches or wrestling and singles matches? Oh, singles always. I want to steal this. I want to steal the spotlight every time. Definitely. Um, is, is there is there anything um, that you can that, that you could give us that we we can expect out of season two from, from Lucha Underground, or is that is it all still uh, in the in the very early staging of it? Um, uh, as far as like. As far as matches and matchups and new characters, there's definitely going to be new characters. But as far as like ideas, it's definitely buried underground, like Lucha is, like the temple is, because man, there's so much secrecy and there's, there's and it's cool because a lot of the guys are still surprised about what the ideas are going to be going around. So. I very good. Yeah. Now, yeah. Um, now this weekend, obviously, uh, you know, a, a big thing in this area is the is the launch of Pro Wrestling Empire. Uh, you will actually be wrestling in the first ever PWE match, uh, taking on Kai Katana. Um, you know, PWE wants to get the fans into this event and and going hot from the start. Um, it, it, what's that like for you, knowing that that you're in a match? that launches a company, that starts a company. Um, and is it, is it an honor for you to start first uh, for the, for PWE? I actually uh, think it's really cool. I got it, it, That actually, once again, puts a lot of pressure on me to, you know, start the company off the right way. So the first action you're going to see is, like, something that I'm really known for, which is high-flying, fast-pass, fast-paced, and hard-hitting. So... Hopefully, hopefully the rest of the card is going to be able to follow up with it. But um, I always make it, always make it, uh, make it a point to make sure whenever I'm on, whatever placement I am on the card, it's going to be difficult to follow. And that's just the kind of person I am. That's the kind of competitor I am. So definitely make sure that you don't walk in late and miss the action because you might want to, you're going to miss out on something really good especially with being a being with Kai Katana. Yeah, you guys are definitely going to set the bar high and good luck to the everybody else that's going to follow you. It's going to be a, a hell of a match, that's for sure. Um Honestly, sitting here, we were talking about it before we went on the air uh, with me and Big Jim. Uh, I, I don't know if I've ever really seen you in, in a bad match. Um, and honestly, the sky is the limit for you at this point. Uh, Well-respected on the indie scene around here, recognized in the uh, PWI Top 500, signed uh, with, with Lucha. Uh, what are your personal goals uh, for your career moving forward? Um, I want to definitely be more internationally known. That's something I still want to. That's definitely something I, I still need to cap, uh, definitely uh, touch on more. I've uh, definitely I've been to Mexico. I've been to Germany and England. I'm getting back. I'm getting ready to go back to uh, Germany and England uh, this coming year. But um, I definitely there's a lot more out there that I need to accomplish yet. And um, yeah, you know, there's countries like Japan. I still haven't gotten to venture out to yet, but, you know, definitely. Um, 
uh, as far as like um, as far as like um, signing with companies and all that, I'm at, I'm really happy where I am right now. I just really want to push to be the best in that as well and see that company grow and do bigger and better things as well. But um, I'm definitely uh, the sky's the limit, honestly, on what I can do. I really, yeah, yeah, I talked to this guy. Yeah, I mean, obviously, in in the last year or so, um, NXT has been growing by leaps and bounds. Um, is, is that something that is is on even on the radar for you? Is that something that down the road you think I want to be there, I should be there, or or is that not in the list of things that you'd want to do? Hell no, not right now. But, uh, um, as far as like just. Well, I'm, like I said, I'm just happy with where I am with Lucha Underground, and I want to um, help that company grow as much as we can, and this already has so much uh, notoriety in the world of wrestling. So w- what we're doing, I'm getting paid very, very handsomely for what I do in that company, and we're treated as stars as such as we should be. We're not treated like um, we're not treated like wrestlers. We're treated like actual legitimate movie stars, action stars. We're treated very handsomely and the comfort of that is really beautiful and it's only going to grow and get better so uh, as far as like um where i'm going to be in the future who knows where i'm going to be who's you know but i know for right now in the next year i want to be happy being with lucha underground awesome awesome now a question we always like to ask our guests is who their dream match would be whether it's past or present superstars who would your dream match be against uh, past, I would say Benoit. And present, Rey Mysterio, for sure. The same guy that I was, I definitely inspired me to get up and wrestle. Yep. Yeah. Alrighty. Uh, Shane, uh, is there any upcoming events that you'd like to share with us outside of, of PWE? This Saturday, uh, you're launching the promotion Pro Wrestling Empire. What else can we be watching and where else can we find Shane Strickland wrestle? Uh, right now, it's going to be really difficult to find me uh, anywhere close because uh, throughout winter, I'm going to be locked up with Lucha Underground pretty heavily. Um, but outside of that, um, I'll be in Atlanta for AWE in the end of November. And then, um, and then November 28th, I'm going to be on LCW again. So... Uh, so those, uh, as far as right now, my schedule goes, that's the only place you're going to see me, uh, local, locally. Um, after that, December is going to be really light. I'm going to be spending some time with family to get away from the wrestling for a little bit. But, um, and then when I, and then after, uh, after January, I'm going to be overseas in England and Germany. So it's really going to be a really tough time for the fans of, uh, you know, Empire to, Check me out anytime locally, anytime soon. All right, very good. And, and before we let you go, just let everybody know uh, where they can follow you on social media, and then we'll uh, we'll let you get uh, get on your way. Um, on Twitter, you can follow me at Strickland Shane, and on Instagram, you can follow me the same tag name at Strickland Shane. I have a website, ShaneSwerveStrickland.com. You can go and uh, purchase pro wrestling tees shirts from the website. Exactly, so that are for mine. You know, my shirts. You can get a uh, wristbands, photos, and all that mess. It's all on ShaneSwerveStrickland.com. 
And you can like my uh, fan page, Shane Strickland, on Facebook. All right. Thank you very much. And uh, you have a good night, and we'll talk to you again soon. All right, sir. You too. Thank you for joining us. Again, thanks to Shane Strickland for uh, for joining us there. And, and remember, you can check him and all the great action at uh, Pro Wrestling Empire this Saturday night. Ryan, let's get let's get back into the card there, and um, and we'll uh, we'll finish talking about that and getting people ready for Pro Wrestling Empire Empire Rising this Saturday night. That's correct, Jim. Uh, again, it is uh, Yellow Breaches Sports Complex in New Cumberland, Pennsylvania. Pro Wrestling Empire is presenting Empire Rises. Uh, we've covered uh, a couple of the matches, the Survivor Series match, um, the Strickland match. We have had uh, the Laszlo-Shane Malice match. Uh, not going to go over the entire card. Uh, they have the first ever PWE women's match, Tess Valentine taking on Samantha Star, You can check out um, some wonderful pictures. Matt's doing a great job over at the Instagram page at 3 Count Thursday. Tess Valentine is our women, our woman of the week uh, over there, so thank you, Matt, for that. Um, we ha- we're going to have Louis G. Rich. He's going to be in action. We're going to have Jason Gorey taking on Facade. These are two very well-known, high-flying indie wrestlers. Uh, Facade, honestly probably one of the most popular wrestlers at LCW right now. Um, I don't see why he wouldn't be as popular there at, at PWE. Uh, we've seen him wrestle it in numerous promotions around here. Excited to see that. Um, we've got Suicide Myers taking on Swift Kick Cannon. Um, two very great talent, young talent, uh, meaning for the very first time one-on-one inside uh, the ring for PWE. Um, got a big tag match, Star Lords versus Heroes for Hire. Um, Heroes for Hire has some great success around here. Uh, the Star Lords, Jason Connolly, Jason Omega, um, uh, have had some success in singles matches around here. So uh, let's see how they're going to do as a team. Very excited to see that match. Uh, and then uh, let's talk about the main event. I okay. definitely want to talk about the main event here. Before, before we get to the main event, Ron, because that, that's going to be such a huge match. But a guy that we've had on the show before uh, is going to be there, and I know he uh, he he put a little video out uh, this morning. Andy Weinberg, the winner, Andy Weinberg is going to be there, and you know he he has his church of winning, and wherever he goes, he recruits people, and and turns, like he says, turns losers into winners. He hasn't said who he is recruiting at PWE, but he said he's going to be there. I mean, uh, your, your guess, Ryan, good as mine here. Who, who do you think Andy Weinberg has his, uh, has his eyes set on? I don't know. I really, really don't know. Who, I mean, I hate to call anybody a loser, first of all. Like, I'm not out to do that. There are plenty of people I would hitch my wagon to. That's for sure. Other than I don't, Jim, I don't know. I know he had 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 done some work with Suicide Myers. Um, the last time we saw Suicide Myers and Andy Weinberg together, I think the Suicide Myers chased him out with a chainsaw. If I'm not mistaken, that was at an LCW event a couple months ago. 
haven't seen Andy Weinberg since. Yeah. Um, you know, so he's, you know, he's been kind of back to the drawing board a little bit here, uh, you know, here locally in, in, in Pennsylvania. So, um, yeah, I don't, I don't know. I don't know who he's going to have his, his eyes set on. He, he's, but, but the fact remains is when, when he does recruit somebody, when he, when he gets, you know, he gets somebody on his side, it, it, it turns around for them and it turns around for them quick. So, um, I'm, I'm definitely going to be interested. I'm going to be, uh, going to be texting you guys on Saturday, just, you know, some of the match results, but I'm really curious to see who joined the, uh, the church of winning. Yeah, I am too. It's going to be, it's going to be fun to see. Uh, we, we, we've had Andy, uh, Weinberg on, he was a guest on our show a little bit ago. We, uh, had a, re- a recording interview with him. So good to see him again. Dude, I, I don't know. I really, I don't know. I don't know who he's going to hitch his wagon to. I'm anxious to find out, though. Yeah. So it'll be very exciting. And, Ryan, let, let's talk about this main event. Before we talk about the main event. And again before we. All right, here we go. You you got me sidetracked, and now I got thinking. Shattered from LCW. Oh. Has, has been waging war against yeah. Kevin Murphy. Shatter says he bought a ticket. He bought a ticket. Uh, we, bought a ticket. We saw We've the ticket, seen the ticket in at LCW. In his hand. In his hand. Is that going to be a problem for Kevin Murphy? Um, have you seen the last couple times he's been at LCW? I mean, granted, you know, Shatter is, is on the roster at LCW. He came to the crowd, though. He came to the crowd. Straight up came to the crowd. Um, I mean, two, two months ago, when he returned to LCW, uh, he bought a ticket. Right. You know, and, and he was in the balcony. He was, he was in the rafters. He was up top. And he made his way and he made his presence felt. And he's told Kevin Murphy that he is, he is coming to Pro Wrestling Empire's Empire Rising this Saturday to make an impact. He's bought the ticket. We saw the ticket. He showed us the ticket. And I, I, I would certainly say that Kevin Murphy ha- has a problem. B- because Shatter doesn't mess around. He doesn't. I wouldn't mess with him. And, and he's not a guy who is going to make idle threats. There was a post up on the Pro Wrestling Empire's Facebook page, facebook.com slash Pro Wrestling Empire PA. Um, and it just simply said, Shatter has waged war. Um, in the article underneath of it, it said Kevin Murphy has hired extra security for Shatter. Uh, and Kevin Murphy had claimed that he will never be a talent for the pro wrestling empire, that he wants Shatter to come and watch the show. And maybe he will walk up to Shatter and, and spit in his damn face. Words out of Kevin Murphy's mouth. Um, I mean, uh, was that smart, Kevin Murphy? I, I don't that, know. To me, that's you know, I I don't want to you know I don't want to make Kevin Murphy mad because I don't want I don't want to piss him off either. He's got the money. You know, he's got the money. But I mean, hard, fat people are hard to kidnap. We have that going for us. <laughs> that that is true. Um, but he is going to have extra security, so they might be able to to take take over a fat guy. Um, but the, the the bottom line is, man, Shatter's a guy 
that that I that I wouldn't mess with. I certainly wouldn't spit in his face. Um, you know, he, I, I mean, I, I, I he says he's not going to be a talent, but I don't think Shatter cares. If he wants to get his hands on Kevin Murphy, I think he's going to get his hands on Kevin Murphy. I but, think so too. I mean, you you can get as much security as you want, but you know we've seen Shatter. We've seen Shatter in action. He, he's not he's not a guy that is easily stopped. And when he has when he has his mind set on something, he he's he's gonna fulfill whatever he wants to do. And, he will. He will. Um, Shatter actually replied to comments. Okay, uh, I just I just noticed this. That he said Kevin Murphy doesn't even have the guts to step to his face. Um, that he is a coward, uh, and then he's too cowardly to even spit in it. Secondly, if he, I guess if he does step up to 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 shatter, he will slap the taste out of his damn mouth. So something's going down. I mean, it, something's yeah, going to happen. Um, like I said, I'm not going to be there. Um, you got you got you and Matt and Mark. You guys, you stay safe. Okay, we. we I'm, big I'm, boys. We can handle ourselves. Okay, I, I mean, don't get too close to it because it's. Um, I mean, it's it's. I would say like I mean it, it's going to go down. It's already going down. I mean you you can already tell that that something's going to happen. Something big is going to happen. Going down. You're right. Um, they are they are two guys who you can you can tell do not like each other. And there are two guys that that have a lot of anger built up, and you know it's 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 come to a head a few times at LCW, but I mean it, it it's gonna it's gonna do the same thing this Saturday night, and I mean God bless anybody who's in between them. I mean because <laughs> it's it's not gonna be good. Yeah, it's not gonna be good at all. Not going to be good at all. Let's turn our attention to the main event. And what a main event is going to be, Because this right. is the main event that we absolutely need to talk about. Lay it out here, man. Well, first of all, let's, let's bef- again, let's, let's, before we get to the main event, I keep talking about it and I'm teasing it and I keep backing away. Uh, Pro Wrestling Empire, Empire Rising, this Saturday, Yellow Breaches Sports Complex, New Cumberland, Pennsylvania. Special guest. Scott Hall. The bad guy. The bad guy. Okay. Razor Rumble. WWE Hall of Famer. Hall of Famer. Member of the Outsiders. Member of the NWO. Scott Friggin' Hall. Scott Friggin' Hall. Be available. He's doing uh, pictures. You can get some autographs with Scott Hall at the show. All the info, again, you can find facebook.com slash pro wrestling empire PA. Check it out on the fa- on the Facebook now we can talk about the main event in which right. Scott Hall, the bad guy, the bad guy, the WWE Hall of Famer, WWE Hall of Famer, okay, formerly known as Razor Rumble, is the special enforcer in an extreme rules match. You have my attention. You already have my attention. Extreme there. rules match. Fans, they want you to bring the weapons. Fans, bring the weapons. Bring your own weapons. Oh, Eddie Smooth. Taking on the hybrid Sean Carr. Wow. Now, hybrid Sean Carr, we've had on this show before. 
We have seen him in in a ladder match. We've seen him in in fatal four ways. We've seen him in, in fatal four ways where Eddie Smooth has been in that match. But yeah. these two have never faced off one on one before, correct? That's that is that is what I see here. Yes. The two guys who are absolutely spectacular. Two of the best that we have have seen. Absolute best. And they are... And screw just saying in this area. Just the absolute best. Yep. Period. Period. That's it. End of the sentence. Eddie Smooth, hybrid Sean Carr, in a hardcore match. Scott Hall is the enforcer. And the fans are bringing the weapon. That is... Everything we just said, yes, yes. In Extreme Rules match, every, yeah, yep, that's it. What weapon are you going to bring, Ryan? I, I, I don't have a clue what I'm going to bring here. Frying pan? I could, I could bring a frying pan. I could do that. Uh, gar- metal garbage can? I, I, I don't really want to carry a big-ass garbage can with me. Cookie sheet? I've got plenty of them laying around. Got any street signs? No, wink. <laughs> You'll have to you'll have to put it out there now, now that you know we are telling people that that, that it is uh is he, it's a fan fans bring the weapons. Bring you the and weapon. Matt and Mark will have to you guys will you'll have to let everybody know what weapons. Maybe take a picture, throw it up on the Instagram at do that. Count Thursday. Let people know. And Matt'll be there. He's really good with the Instagram. Yeah, let let everybody know. Let everybody see what you guys are bringing. You got it. Maybe before you leave tonight, you know, we're here at the Three Count Thursday podcast studio. Maybe I'll maybe I'll send a weapon with you. Is it going to be your toy divas belt that's hanging on the wall no, right that's behind actually you? The loser's title for my fantasy football league. Yes, which, is. if things don't change in the next couple weeks, is going to be staying in this house. Oh, you're going to get to keep it. I might get to keep it. It is oh. currently vacant. Um, which we'll talk about vacant titles in a little. Yeah, yeah we um, sure will. Maybe I'll send you one of the mic stands that are sitting here right next to me. We'll see. We'll we'll see what weapons we can we can dredge up here. But this match, in in, in all seriousness, you know, I I mean it sucks that I have to miss this show. Period. It sucks that much more that I'm going to miss this main event. Yeah, you're you're a fool. Like this this is going to be. Well, I'm not a fool, right? I bought the tickets before. This show was announced. I mean, I bought the tickets a long time ago. Right. Um, I mean, your excuse this time is better than a, a, a fantasy football draft. Correct. I have. I, I actually you that. You have a legit. I have a legitimate excuse this time. Um. This. I mean, this. This, this match is is going to absolutely. I, I think could. Could be the could and should be the, the the match of the night for me, and really could set the tone going forward for how great this this company will be. Not only you know beyond Saturday night, this match is, is, is should should be absolutely spectacular. And if you're listening, you you have to you have to be there. If you're in the Central Pennsylvania area, get there. Yes. All of all of what Jim said times two. Just just get there. 
This match is going to be phenomenal. Jim, I'm going to put you on the spot. You're not going to be there Saturday. I am You're not going to be there. put on the spot right now. How does this match end? Will we see Sean Carr victorious with a tombstone? Will we see Eddie Smooth hit the photo finish for the victory? How do you see this match playing out, Big Jim? Um, You've seen both of the finishing moves. I've both seen both the finishing moves. Is there, for, there's, there's not a better elbow drop than the photo finish. Nope. None. None. Not a one. Um, I'm going to go a little off the wall here, Ryan. I'm going to say that this match will end when Sean Carr gives Eddie Smooth the photo finish. You dirty bastard. He will okay. he he will hit the tombstone and then he will give him the photo finish. Using, you have Sean Carr using Eddie Smooth's own sunglasses. Oh my God, that's deep. That is deep. Holy shit! That is my prediction. Wow. And uh, that that that's how I think this match is going to end. Wow. Sean Carr on top. Sean Carr on top. You have it there, folks. That's Big Jim's prediction. That is my that is my one and only prediction. You know the great the thing? Matt I and I are going to lie to him and pretend that he was right. He'll never know. Well, I mean, obviously there will be pictures and video and everything like that. Correct. But we'll be like, Jim, your prophecy came true. <laughs> but that's legit. You're going to, you're going to be at, what is it, a, a uh, what did, uh, I said it was a Doobie Brothers cover band. It Matt not thinks a, it's a Gallagher impersonator. <laughs> it is not a Doobie Brothers cover band. Cantaloupes. Can't afford the watermelon. Can't afford the watermelon. Cantaloupes a little cheaper. Honeydew. Um, it is not a Gallagher impersonator. Uh, it is not Bob Saget, although I have seen Bob Saget. I have seen Saget, right? Uh, Jeffrey Ross, the roast master general himself, is coming to the uh, Polo Center at Penn State York. Okay. So, uh, so you're going to be close, though, York. I uh, will be. You know, I'll be within a, a a brief drive, but right. uh, timing timing is the problem. I understand that. I understand but, that. Uh, How was Bob Saget, by the way? Bob Saget was hilarious. Okay. Uh, if you if, if you know what to expect when you see Bob Saget, you will find it hilarious. Um, if you expect traditional stand-up, you will probably be a little disappointed. Uh, if you don't like vulgarity, okay, you will also be disappointed. Like, we have a wrestling podcast. I think all of our listeners enjoy a bit of vulgarity. Sure, sure. Um, but like if, you're, if your wife, girlfriend, boyfriend, husband, whatever, uh, does not... And you want to see Bob Saget? Take a friend that likes vulgarity, because uh, or divorce him. <laughs> uh, we, I mean, I'm, if that's what you want to do, I'm not gonna. That's I'm not gonna go that far. No. But uh, Ryan, any more thoughts? Pro wrestling. I Empire. do. I do. I have uh, another thing. Uh, the very end of the show, there is a free post show meet and greet with all of the wrestlers. Well, that's exciting. Um, that's exciting. You get to hang out. Stick around after the show. Get a chance to meet some of your favorite wrestlers with a free meet and greet. Get some autographs, get some pictures, talk with the brightest stars of the pro wrestling empire. Um, and again, Kevin Murphy pops up there. Uh, come meet Hollywood's finest after they dominate the entire show. That's, that's Kevin Murphy's uh, thoughts on, on what's going to happen there. Uh, seems a bit full of himself, which, which could be a problem um, if you take it too lightly going into there. But uh, again, we will see this Saturday. I just wanted to be on the record, Ryan. That was you that, that was saying Kevin Murphy is full of himself. 
that that might have been me. Okay, I, I just I don't want to end up getting slapped, punched, kicked, uh, sued, anything like that. Um, I mean, the guy the guy is the the richest man in pro wrestling. So let's. Uh, I uh, I take I take chances. I take chances. <laughs> chances in what I do. <laughs> um, uh, how much are tickets again, Ryan? To make sure people know the uh, where they can get tickets, how much they are, all of that stuff. Put me on the spot here for that. I didn't have that. I didn't have that up there. You didn't have that up, Ryan. I'm such a failure. Yeah, why would you do that to me? I don't you, know. You right. got me dirty here. There's the Yellow Breaches Sports Complex, New Cumberland, PA. Yeah, I knew that. Why well, no? I'm letting everybody else know, uh, Ryan. Oh, okay. You're While you're looking time. up how much tickets are, yes, yes I'm yes, filling no, time that now we're. I'm such a failure. All the all the secrets of of, of professional radio here. Um, Yellow Breaches Sports Complex, New Cumberland, PA. Pro Wrestling Empires, Empire Rising, general admission. Thank you, Matt. General oh, admission, twelve dollars. And uh, it, I mean, it's gonna be it's gonna be a great show. It really is. And um, I mean, it's, I, I really am. I'm, I'm. We make jokes, everything. I'm, I'm. It's really unfortunate that I'm going to miss it. It, it sucks. Um, but uh, you and Mark and Matt are going to do, you know, a spectacular job. The pre-show starts a half an hour before bell time. Doors, right. op- doors, doors open, open at five thirty. Doors open at five thirty. Uh, according to the the thing that I have here, yes. Okay. The doors open at five thirty. Bell time is seven. So the the three count Thursday pre-show would be thirty ish. Thirty. Thirty ish. Six thirty ish. Yep. Front All row's right. already sold out. Second row tickets fifteen dollars. General admission twelve dollars. All right. This Saturday, November the seventh. Once again, it's the Yellow Breaches Sports Center. In New Cumberland, Pennsylvania, the Pro Wrestling Empire is presenting Empire Rising. Stoked to be a part of it. Stoked to be able to witness it. History made this Saturday night. And Jim won't be there. (laughs) And I will not be there. Uh, Ryan, any more? Any more thoughts on it? Or are we going to keep keep this show a-rolling? We uh, we can keep on rolling, man. We there, like I said, lots to talk about. Um, well, let's take our break. We're gonna take a break here. Let's take a quick break on the other side. There is. We uh, announce who's coming up these next couple of weeks. Uh yeah. Because we, we got a little we got a little off track there. I lost we my notes. Some of the things. Um, again, we want to thank Shane Strickland joined us tonight. The international swerve. Shane Strickland uh, joined us tonight. Uh, this week on the. Uh, on our uh, Women of the Week Instagram page is uh, Women of the Week that we will see wrestling this Saturday. Um, Miss Valentine, Tess Valentine, the Women of the Week. Next week we have uh, Luscious Latasha okay. will be our Women of the Week. Again, thank you, Matt, for doing such a great job with that. She is also our special guest next week. We will be joined by Miss Luscious Latasha. Okay. And then in the, what is it, the second show in December, December the 10th, we will be joined by Kennedy Brink, former Woman of the Week on the Instagram page. Again, follow us on the Instagram page. It's at 3 Count Thursday. If you want to check out some of these wonderful, wonderful shots of the Women of the Week, um, again, it's at 3 Count Thursday. It's also our Twitter handle and Facebook.com slash Three count Thursday. Yeah, and we're hoping to to fill up the rest of November. Obviously, Thanksgiving week. Uh, we're we're not sure. We're going to get 
some sort of content out there that week. There will be no live show uh, on on Thanksgiving night, uh, so enjoy that. You'll get to enjoy that time with your family, but we're, we'll get something out. Uh, we'll keep you up to date with with guests that we get booked for uh, for each and every show. Let's just film us eating turkey legs. Oh, then... that's, that's not that's that's not PG. Not if this show is, but uh, ah. it it's not pretty. It's not pretty. Speaking of vulgarity, let's um, let's let's take our break. And on the other side, there's just a little bit of WWE news. Yeah, something happened. Something something happened today. But we're we're going to talk about that on the other side. Stay tuned. Three Count Thursday here, NGOCSports.com. Are you looking for a better and healthier pick-me-up during your day or before your workout? Give Neon Energy Drink a try. Neon provides a boost but without that unwanted crash and is formulated with natural sugars from 24% fruit juice concentrate, over 100% of six essential recommended B vitamins, and caffeine that is produced by natural green tea extract. So get a better boost from Neon Energy Drink today. Go to saradonafrio.bodybyebye.com and enter promo code 3941356 to place your order. This is DD from Tough Enough. Welcome back to Three Count Thursday. Welcome back to Three Count Thursday, NGSCSports.com. Ryan and Jim with, here with you Thursday, November 5th, 2015. Ryan, a little bit of uh, news in, in WWE land today. Uh, I woke up this morning. The WWE is over in their, uh, over in their Euro Tour, and uh, they were in Dublin yesterday. And there were some reports that Seth Rollins suffered an injury. Now, you know how we are with internet reports and rumors and these news sites that uh, quote-unquote news sites that just like to you know spread more rumor than truth so when I woke up this morning and I see things about Seth Rollins and an injury and I, and I saw a picture of it and it did not look good I saw the video of it and it did not look good um, he was doing the 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 turnbuckle flip over power bomb or attempting to and when he landed his knee kind of buckled in and but he was able to get up and, and actually powerbomb Kane, and, and I guess he was helped out after the match. You know, so, so I, didn't, I didn't take a whole lot, you know, into it. I didn't, I didn't sit here and panic and, and be concerned that uh, Seth Rollins is going to be out of action or anytime soon. Well, uh, maybe I should have been a little more panicked than I was. Because this afternoon, WWE.com... Um, put on their on their site WWE World Heavyweight Champion Seth Rollins has torn his right ACL, MCL and medial meniscus um will not be able to defend his World Heavyweight Championship against Roman Reigns at Survivor Series. Um the return time on this 
would be anywhere about the six to nine month range. Um, they also announced that a tournament to determine a new champion um, will take place at Survivor Series. But um, before we talk about the tournament, Brian, this injury is is, is pretty devastating. Um, you know, not not just for the WWE and not just for Survivor Series and, and all of that, but and I know that 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 surgeries and and repairs on these have come a long way. Um, but this this is a serious injury, one that. You know, you look at the style that Seth Rollins works. It's, it's got to be concerning whether or not he can get back to the level he's been. Yeah, this is a pretty serious thing. Um, before we really get talking uh, of, of benefits that this could help the WWE uh, kind of erase the coin that they into um, an easy way to drop the title, put it on somebody else without uh, making Rollins look weak or anything like that. Serious injury. It's, it's quite a shame that it happened. I saw the video, and I actually, this is going to sound ridiculous. Um, I saw him for, I thought he injured his neck. Like, I thought maybe his neck was tucked under Kane weird, uh, maybe hit his thigh or something like that and kinked his neck. Uh, so I didn't really read much into it. Then this morning when I saw the news, I went back and I and I watched the leg buckle really bad. I never, I don't know why, I just never caught the leg buckling. Serious, serious injury. Um, excited to see how it's going to play out. Beyond that, uh, let, let's uh, you can speculate. Oh. So speculating. They have been speculating. What 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 blew me away is you know this this came the the news came out shortly before three p.m. this afternoon by about in an hour hour fifteen after the news broke. I already began to see people, you know, complaining about what they thought the WWE might do. So, I mean, and I put out a tweet because I just kind of, I really just kind of chuckled at it. I just said something along the lines of, oh, IWC, don't ever change. (laughs) (laughs) Like, here we are, uh, you know, an hour past this news that, you know, we weren't sure how bad he was hurt. We, you know, we didn't know the details of the injury. And then an hour later, we have already gone past being excited about the, the tournament, being sad for Seth Rollins, to being angry about a fantasy scenario that people have booked in their head when the details of this tournament aren't even out. We don't know how many people are in the tournament. We don't, you know, we, we don't know. We, we, we don't know. I mean, it, it says right there on WWE.com, that details of the tournament are still being finalized. Right here at the bottom of the page. Right. Details surrounding the Survivor Series tournament have not been finalized. The event takes place Sunday, November 22nd. We'll air live on the WWE Network. Stick with 
WWE.com for more information on breaking news as it becomes available. Here's my concern. I don't even want to say concern. Um, Raw this week will be taped, correct? That spoilers will be out because oh, they're over. Shoot, I didn't even think about that. So the Raw is going to not be live. Raw is not live, yeah, because they're still going to be in the UK. I mean, still recorded in real time over there. I mean, only a few hours difference, so it's not making a huge difference. But you know, from the injury happening, is the is the authority pay per view is when the twenty second, twenty second. So we are. You have the ninth and the sixteenth. And the ninth is a UK raw. So one more live which raw. Which typically doesn't. Right, it doesn't. A, it, it doesn't, doesn't move a whole lot. Right, right. It's it's kind of your your tread water show, um, for things like spoilers and stuff like that that don't ruin the show for over here in the states. This, that's that's a that's a problem. So now you you, you have to almost rely on the sixteenth, Monday the sixteenth show to set everything up. You can maybe have a qualifying match here or there. It's not really makes a big difference for the for the, the UK Raw. Is are is the is the authority over there? Like are Triple H and Stephanie over on the tour? Or or could they do a live segment from headquarters from headquarters during Raw? You want to know what's really scary? Reports have come out that, uh, have you read who Seth Rollins' replacement on the U.K. tour is? No. Um, Seth Rollins' replacement lost a no-holds-barred match to Demon Kane in the main event um, of tonight's Raw, which was li- or, or tonight's show, which was live in Wales. Seth-, <laughs> yeah. Seth Rollins was replaced by The Big Show. No. I'm not saying that he is going to be the champion, but can you imagine when the IWC really catches wind of that and then oh. runs with, with the big show? Just replacing him at house shows in Wales. I mean, I, I don't, I don't, okay. I don't want to, I don't want to get too far ahead. I don't, I don't want to, I don't, I don't want to, I don't want to panic and I don't, you know, because you know, like within within no, about think, an hour or I think, so, I, I saw. You know, we I saw people. Right. Do I saw people doing the? I swear, if, if Big Show wins the World Heavyweight Championship, I'm done. Like I, I would hashtag cancel the WWE Network. Seriously, hope that. Matt says, "Great, Kali was just resigned." Um, I, I would. I would. I mean, that's not true, is it? I, I no. I don't. I don't think so. I hope I he's, think he's with the TNA thing over in India, right? I hope. I, I hope he's. I hope he was just being sarcastic, funny, haha. Um, please, please be just joking. I, I would hope that WWE would not book the Big Show to win the championship here. Tatanka just signed a Legends contract. Sure. I mean, he had he had the long uh, undefeated streak. He did. So you know, yeah. you know, maybe maybe we could get some Tatanka action. He never won the world title before. Chase would be happy about that. Chase would be happy about that. Is Chase listening tonight? Do we have Chase on the? No, I think I haven't heard from Chase. You pissed Chase off. Um, no, I think he's actually on the uh, the outside interference 
tonight. He's okay. over there with legal man Mark Charles. Um, so so Chase will, I'm sure, be catching catching this after the Shout fact. out to Chase. Shout out to Chase Merriman. Um, I mean, let's let's get to the point here. Because everybody's seen the, the memes about it, about the, with the fake bracket, and, and Roman Reigns' name plastered all over it. Yeah. Jim, you brought up, I think, the best point I've heard about this. They cannot hand Roman Reigns the championship in this situation yeah. because it's going to scream they handed it to him. It's tainted. He, he right. took it the easy way. And it's not. I don't care if he ran through a tournament to win it. They cannot give it to Roman Reigns at this instant. And you're right. Like I can't even defend that comment, how right you are about that. I mean, and if anybody disagrees with us, let us know. Call in. Yeah, you can call in uh, 724-444-7444. you got to use the pin 135138. Hit the pound key. Follow the prompt uh, to get on. Uh, Chase uh, did send us a tweet because I said I sent out one saying, how should the WWE handle uh, the, this tournament? He said, uh, a tournament with gimmicks and lots of gimmick matches and wrestlers. So Chase did not. Uh, a little bit of everything. He was uh, he was unable to call in, but but he he Fair did enough. not uh, let us down. Is, right. What's the Rock doing? Has that run through Vince's mind? Um, I'm sure there's been a lot of things that have run through Vince McMahon's and here's mind. The deal, like like you said, we shouldn't be panicking as fans, and then the IWC shouldn't shouldn't be no panicking. no. But I think the WWE needs to panic a little bit. Like the numbers haven't been great. And take what you want with the numbers. Here's a chance that you can kind of hit the I, reset I, button. Seth Rollins out of the equation. And I'm not blaming Seth Rollins, but he's out of the equation now. Sure. We don't have to have him lose the championship to anybody and make him look weak. But, but I, I don't think you put it on Kane. No. You know, no. I don't think Bray Wyatt needs it, um, especially in a feud now with The Undertaker heading into the Survivor Series. Do you bring somebody back like a Chris Jericho and give them a couple-month run and then lose it to Roman Reigns? What I think you can do is, is however you have Roman Reigns in this tournament, I think you have Roman Reigns lose whoever somewhere along the line, and that sets the, the, the Dean Ambrose screw job to, to have him lose that, and there you can turn Dean. Like you, can, you can do a lot of stuff. I'd love to see Roman Reigns turn, actually. I mean, I, there's there's a lot of ways that it could play out, creativity, creatively, and 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 it can be really good if the WWE just gives it a chance. There are plenty of people that deserve a, a, a small, short run with the belt. There's numerous people I can think of. You had said earlier, again, we talked about it before. When you said Cesaro, I'd love that. Yeah, he doesn't I mean, connect with people, but. Here's, like, here's the thing. Like, I mean, in, in a way, and I tweeted out earlier. I think that, I think that this, not not to get not to get away from the tournament, but I think in a way, weird way, this could kind of be a blessing in disguise for Seth Rollins if he can return healthy. You think back to before WrestleMania 18 when Triple H tore his quad, and he was he was a heel at that point, and then he goes through the rehab process and he comes back as a face. Before the Royal Rumble, he wins the Royal Rumble, wins the undisputed championship from Chris Jericho. Um, 
you know, I, I think Seth Rollins has has the opportunity to come back as a huge face, and you know, re, you know, really kind of relaunch. I mean, let's be honest. As much as I love Seth Rollins the championship, the booking wasn't the best. Um, correct. I mean, not his fault. Not his fault. Uh, but but then also. You know, we think of, you know, think back to the Yes movement. And you think back to, to all those times where, like, where the WWE we seem to, like, keep getting things wrong. And, you know, the, the, Batista wins the Royal Rumble, and the fans could not have been more angry. They found a way to get Daniel Bryan in, in the main event, and he won the World Heavyweight title. You know, ratings are down, things like that. The fans are... The fans are, you know, wanting something different. The fans are wanting their voice to be heard. What what greater opportunity does the WWE have to, you know, do do what the fans want? You know, how 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 much have we been calling for Cesaro? How much have we been calling for? You know, you know. I mean, I know Kevin Owens has the Intercontinental title, but like, could you imagine a Kevin Owens Cesaro final in this tournament? You want to talk about wow. getting people interested, getting people's attention? I mean, there's there's a lot of potential here for for the WWE to hit that reset button. We're gonna bring Matt on in a second to get his thoughts, but a lot of people immediately I saw were were like panicking, going. Well, Balor's got to come up, and Samoa Joe's got to come up. What are we going to do? No. Like, don't you don't don't rush what you're doing because last night on NXT. Spoiler alert if you haven't watched it, but last night on NXT, Samoa Joe turned on Finn Balor after Balor successfully defended his title against Paulo Cruz, and so now now you have that feud there. Don't don't rush don't. Don't get rid of that. Don't rush that. Let let NXT be NXT. You have so much like untapped talent on the main roster right now. They have the potential to do something with. But and you yeah. bring up you brought up Bray Wyatt. For me, if if Bray Wyatt would just be booked to lose. In anything but the final, even no, even if he's even booked at all to lose in this tournament, don't put him in. Leave this thing he's doing with the Undertaker and Kane, and, and let it be. Unless Bray Wyatt is going to become the world heavyweight champion, which I agree with you, I don't know that he needs. But if he if he wins it and then treats it as it's just a part of this life journey that the Wyatt family is on, I wouldn't have a problem with it. But if he's not right. going to win, don't put him in it. Don't put him in something just to lose, which they may be doing with his Undertaker feud, but Lord, we'll, we'll have plenty of time to sort that out. Let me, let me tell you my biggest fear real quick before, we, before Matt joins us. My biggest fear in all of this is, is they, they book it and uh, Cesaro ends up winning it, and then freaking Sheamus cashes in. Why doesn't Seamus cash in right now? That's a really good point. Like, why doesn't he walk into Triple H's office and go, I'm your uh, champion? 
here's my here's my briefcase. You give me the title. Problem solved. That's a good point, Jim. Like you've got a good point. I mean, I mean, it's scary to think like some of the people that are booked. Like I'm looking through the roster. I'm on WWE.com right now. It's I'm flipping through. Neville's there, who was a former NXT champion. And then again, Bo Dallas was a former NXT champion. <laughs> Could Brock Lesnar factor or in Or Boo Dallas, as he was on SmackDown last week. Boo Dallas. That's sad. No <laughs> wonder why people don't watch SmackDown. Yeah. Does, does Lesnar factor into this at all? Is this something we could rewrite really quick? And in, in does it make sense? Depends if Vince McMahon wants to write a blank check. <laughs> okay. Yeah, Brock, remember how you were going to get a couple of months off? Well, now you're going to come back and you're going to wrestle multiple matches. Right. Now well, you got a point. Um, has John Cena's phone rang today? Right. You know what I mean? I'm sure it has. Orton is still injured? Orton's out for months. He's legitimately he, injured. He, yeah, he legitimately tore up his shoulder. So I we're mean, not going to get we're not going to get an Orton Sheamus final. You've got fun people that I like to see given a chance, but has never had that second tier belt to, to make it legitimate, um, like a Neville, who I think would be a lot of fun to watch. Um, it, it's it's a far reach. Somebody like like Ziggler, but he's kind of already in a feud. I guess it doesn't matter because the, <laughs> everything's off the table right now. Everything's right. Everything's off the table. Uh, I think Dean Ambrose could factor into it. Um, you know. I'd love to see Heath Slater wrestle in one of these matches, not to ever do anything, but it would be fun to see Slater get in on a pay-per-view match. Uh, Jim, I just, I, Kane's obviously going to factor in somewhere onto it. Um, I hope they don't do anything with that. The name that sticks out most in my head is King Barrett. Okay. That, that after how long the King of the Ring sets you up. If, if your number one guy goes down with a leg injury, you get plugged in as a champion. Yeah, I mean, Barry, yeah, I, know, I know I kind anybody. of said it jokingly to you, but how, how much more could the WWE save face with the fans than if you, than if you actually had Cesaro win this thing? Right, you're absolutely right. Um, but yeah, I, I, I definitely, Roman Reigns cannot win this. Could he be in the finals? Absolutely. But Roman Reigns cannot win his, his title like this. He has to beat an, an, in, an incoming champion, whether he does it at Royal Rumble, whether he wins the Royal Rumble and does it at WrestleMania, whether they hold it off until sometime next summer, I don't know. But he cannot win his first title like this. You will kill all the momentum that he's been building. And he has been building it. He's still... He's still pretty bad on the mic, but his in-ring work has come a it's long way, better. and you, you you can't you can't give it to him this way. Let's let's bring Matt in here. Let's bring him in. Let's bring in Matt. He's our third guy. He's our he's our stat guy. He's our booker. He's our sometimes producer. He's our sometimes co-host. He's he does a whole lot of everything. Matt, what what are what are your thoughts on this whole thing? Uh I don't know. I'm cautiously optimistic at this point. Um, and that's that's rare coming from me when talking about the WWE. But um, I feel like they're kind of aware of what it would do to Reigns if they pushed him in it this way. So I don't think they're going to go that route. 
Um, but as you guys were rattling off the list of names, it's just hard to envision really anyone with the belt. Like it, they could all make sense, and at the same time, they all don't. So that's why I'm cautiously optimistic, just because I have no idea where they're going with this, and I'm excited to see what they actually do. Um, I messaged you earlier and said that my dream scenario would be Ambrose finally screwing over Reigns in the match to get the belt. Um, I think that would set up a great feud between the two, something that, you know, we've all been wanting to see for some time. And I think they, they have the right motives at this point to do it. And um, it, it just, it's tough because now I'm wondering if too many people would see it coming. Um, and another interesting name to throw out there would be Ziggler, but he's in this feud with Breeze now, so I, I don't think that they would go that route either. So I, I just have no idea what direction they're going to head with this. Yeah, it's 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 a really crazy thing. I mean, there's been times in the in the past because. Uh, Somebody on Twitter said that they, I can't remember who it was, they, they don't remember a time where this happened. And I look back and uh, Batista had to forfeit the title. I mean, obviously Daniel Bryan uh, did after WrestleMania 30. But then you go before that, um, Batista in 09, John Cena in 07. And then you have to go all the way back to 97. Shawn Michaels uh, with, a, with a knee injury had to do it. So th- there's not been a lot of instances where you've seen the WWE Heavyweight Championship forfeited. Um, and, and and now, especially in this type of scenario where you're going to have a one-night tournament, I mean, really, it, it, it definitely makes these next two Rawls intriguing. It definitely makes Survivor Series a hell of a lot more intriguing because at this point, uh, you didn't really know with the exception of the Divas Championship match, I don't think you, we, we really even knew. And then, of course, Rollins versus Reigns, we don't really know what was going to happen. We didn't know any matches that were going to happen. So, yeah, there, there's so much intrigue now heading into the next two weeks for the WWE. And, I mean, you know, I, I've seen people, I, you know, and it's, it's really been kind of fun. And I, I joked about, you know, about the IWC a little bit earlier but but it's really been kind of fun if you've had any time to just kind of look at Twitter and see some of the things and ideas that people have had because you know I've seen people say well you know maybe Triple H will enter himself um, you know maybe they'll call in the Rock maybe they'll you know does Brock Lesnar get involved you know how how big how big does this want to be or is it you know do you call people up from NXT which I said I, I think would be the wrong way to go about it or or do you really like like I said, was saying with Ryan, do you really kind of hit the reset button and go, you know, we hear how over Cesaro is with the fans. Tyson Kidd's going to still be out for a long time. Um, so let's give it to Cesaro. And then, you know, maybe even if it's just for a couple of months till Royal Rumble, and then you, then you find a way to get back on track with, with Sheamus. But for me... And I, it doesn't matter to me who, if, if it's somebody like a Cesaro, if it's somebody like a Kevin Owens or a Neville or a Bad News Bear, somebody that, that has been, people have been clamoring for to, to, get, to get a push, to get a run, 
if they do that, do not, for the love of God, do not have Seamus cash in at the end of Survivor Series. You have to worry about that, don't you? You, 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 I, you I do. do. Like, if they're going to do the cash-in thing, have somebody, you know, have John Cena come back and win it. Ugh. That would be his 16th, though. <laughs> right. Like, there's right. not a good scenario for a cash-in. I mean, Kane winning, it's not a good thing. Ryback winning, it's not a good thing. Well, if one of those guys... Well, Ryback should... But if Kane were to win it, Mark Henry's back occasionally. You have one I of mean, those guys... Well, I'm trying, trying to think realistic. Man. The Miz has carried the belt before, apparently once. He he right, right, yeah, he's called it. Because remember, it was the spinner, but he just got it to stop spinning to make an M instead, right. of, a, instead of a W. I mean, I'm flipping through the roster looking for one person to just, like, pop out, and it's just not happening to me. Rusev? I mean, do we finally get the Rusev push? I was going to say, it, it seems like he could be a logical choice, especially if they go back to the Lana storyline, another option is possibly Sting. I thought or, Sting died. Yeah, I don't now. know. Yeah, I don't know what his what his health is. Yeah, <laughs> is he, it, he's dead. Well, he, might, <laughs> he could be dead. We don't know. I mean, um, it's a shame the Bray Wyatt angle is, is where it is with the Undertaker because I would I wouldn't mind seeing what Bray Wyatt could do and what a championship could do to the Bray Wyatt character. But you can't abandon what happened with with the Undertaker and Kane, you know, being carried off. You yeah, can't they abandon that. Rushed it with the Del Rio return. Now it seems. I mean, I understand right. why they did what they did, but it's... sure, yeah, yeah. That that name just kind of shot into my mind yeah. is Alberto Del Rio's there, but you know he's he has the Mex American Championship, and it looks he can like they're still win of... it with uh, Swagger. Right. I mean, it's yeah. There's there there really isn't a name that stands out, but I think I I I really w- I really don't want to see them panic and and do like an NXT call up like Samoa Joe or Finn Balor or something like that, um, because I I just I think that's I think that that that, that that's pushing the panic button way too quick. There's there's so much potential on the main roster that you don't need to do that. Keep NXT pumping along as as they did as they were like you, you don't need you don't need to rush that well, where's uh where's Sami Zayn in terms of injury return probably about the same level of Ayo Atami you know what I mean well I mean Atami but Atami it didn't feel like he was getting ready to make that jump okay sure you know what I mean so you know whether Sami Zayn the jump it or not the world heavyweight championship I mean, crazy. I mean, it would it would get people to tune in. Sure. So would James Storm. Oh, that you know, would be cool. I mean, it's it's never going to happen, but have him come over and win it and just be like, sorry about your damn luck. <laughs> yeah, I mean. I mean, it, it, it would never happen. No. I wouldn't want it to happen. No, that's, that's way, could you that's way the, too quick. The water cooler about that. What about Jeff Hardy? How's his contract in TNA? Contracts with DNA. I mean, that's the crazy thing. It's like you know, we're just sitting I'll here and and fund me account. We could, we could just have, you know, th- th- there's a lot of uh, has Shawn Michaels phone ranked today. <laughs> I mean, how deep how deep do we want to dig here? I mean, I know uh, Stone Cold Steve Austin did an interview I was reading yesterday where he said, um, 
you know, basically don't don't plan on me ever making a comeback. Yeah. But if the right scenario presented itself, maybe I would. Is this the right scenario? If he ever wrestles, it's going to be a one match. Oh, I know. He obviously did yeah. not come in and do a tournament. Um, maybe maybe Patrick Clark or ZZ. We just saw them on Breaking Ground. Only if he gets a custom alligator title. <laughs> <laughs> um, An alligator strap. Yeah, I don't know. Like I said, Kevin I, I, Owens or Alberto Del Rio carry both titles? Is that a possibility? A member of New Day as well. They're crazy over. That would be huge. That I would mean, be give, putting that on Big E, and then all three of them can just, you know, kind of interchange the titles as they go. That'd be awesome. Although, and we put it out on, it. not to side, New Day socks are now on the WWE shop. You're welcome. New Day socks. New Day socks. Um. Yeah, here's the if they're going to do if they're going to do a double champion of any kind, my vote would be Kevin Owens. Um, but the, herein lies the problem with that. Do you see the WWE you, using Kevin Owens as the guy to do all the you know the 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 press things going on the Today Show and going on the Tonight Show and things like that? Like Seth Rollins is done. Like no, you know, I mean, times, like, no. he's a guy that I mean, if you follow Kevin Owens on Twitter, he, you know, he's not he definitely plays his character on his Twitter page, unless it's just him. Like if you just say something dumb and he just calls you out on it, basically calls you an idiot. Troll. He Owens. doesn't. He doesn't though. Like he also acknowledges. Like I, I get what you're saying. I don't think he'd ever right. be in that situation. But I mean, I, I have seen him be genuine to his fans as well. Um, but I mean, as the lone member of Three Count Thursday that hates Kevin Owens, I'm surprised that you would prefer to see his <laughs> his reign of two belts there, Jim. Um, Matt, while we have you on the phone, let me just shift gears because you brought up about the uh, about NXT last night. Did you catch NXT? I did not catch NXT last night. But okay, I well, I, I'm going to play a spoiler here for you. I heard. James, Big Jim's favorite diva, made a return yesterday. Cameron had her first match back on WWE programming in a long time. Um, yeah, and, I, I saw I saw some of that. You saw that's that? Okay, I, okay. That's why I stopped. <laughs> so to, to go from Big Jim's least favorite to most favorite in the same segment, I just wanted to complete that. Um <laughs> Let's let's just throw it out there. Who is walking out of Summer or SummerSlam? Jeez. Who is walking out of Survivor Series, your heavyweight champion? Jim? Cesaro. I think WWE is going to use this opportunity to hit the reset button, you know, and, and they, they feel, I'm sure they feel the pressure of the ratings dropping this and that, and, and we'll, we'll talk about it, but they, they, they did dip again this week. Um, and, you know, Vince McMahon's probably tired of his Twitter getting the notifications of, uh, you know, and you said that Cesaro didn't entertain us or, you know, however people word it. I think they're going to take this opportunity, as unfortunate as an opportunity as it is, and it sucks for Seth Rollins, and it sucks for me being a guy who loves Seth Rollins, but I think they can take this opportunity to, you know, to to – 
grab the fans' attention, put the belt on Cesaro. Because to me, you you, you know, and if you and if you have and you get to the main event and have it be against Kevin Owens, or you have it be against Rusev or somebody like that, then you already have your match for was it TLC in December? You know, get give that rematch there. He wins you. He wins the match, and then you, then you are already looking ahead towards Royal Rumble. So I, I to me, I know I jokingly said it to you before as we were prepping the show tonight, Ryan. But I think that is going to be the guy who they uh, who they put it on. So I'm picking Cesaro. I'm sorry, I thought it was Matt's cue. My bad. My apologies. Well, I, can, I can go next. I'll no, go I can next. go next. I'll go next because I don't. I don't want you to steal mine. And mine's going to be Rusev. Um, I just wasn't, as I, I go, good. Um, just as I'm uh, <laughs> trying to think of like who makes the most sense. I wanted to say Ambrose, but it seems like he's entering the feud with Owens now. Um, and I mean Cesaro makes sense. Reigns makes sense, but I I just don't know if they'd necessarily go that direction. Um, so I, I'm going to give it to Rusev just because he he ended that awful, awful feud with Ziggler finally, thank God. And I think they want to, you know, start kind of making him a legitimate heel again. So they'll put the belt around Rusev and hopefully make him the monster heel that he was when he started. Okay. I actually, I can't argue with that logic. Uh, I think it's pretty, pretty freaking sound. Um, I'm going to roll the dice here and, and bank on this guy being healthy. Um, and, and finally passing some clearances. And I'm going to say Daniel Bryan. Wow. I'm going I'm to go with Daniel Bryan winning your, your, your World Heavyweight Championship at Survivor Series. Um, thinking one. about oh. it, after I say it, it doesn't make a ton of sense with, <laughs> with Reigns. I mean, he's going to be carrying. I think Reigns is going to carry it into WrestleMania. I don't know how they get it off of Bryan onto Reigns. Um, maybe a Sheamus cat. I don't freaking know, but... I'm gonna I'm gonna have Daniel Bryan. I think I think he's been somewhat cleared. I, I don't know necessarily. I don't I, I don't really know where they're at with him. Um, he's been pretty quiet. I, Daniel Bryan, and it's a shot in the dark. I, I mean, all of this is a shot in the dark because you know the, this this news is really only what eight hours old now, and there's no information about currently about what what this tournament is going to shape up like, how many rounds it's going to be, uh, anything like that. Um so so we're we're obviously just throwing guesses here. Um the Daniel Bryan is very intriguing. Um I, you know, if 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 they would de- if they would go that route, I think they absolutely have to be sure that he is healthy enough to do this at least for a couple of months right yeah i agree you know because good god could you imagine you know he three weeks from now you know he wakes up with you know numbness in his arm and he can't wrestle again you got a point here with three three weeks i'm not trying to like i'm not trying to shoot down i'm just saying i i I like it i love daniel bryan but they would have to be 110% 110% sure that he could at least do this, I'd say, through Royal Rumble. I mean, if there's one elephant in the room we haven't addressed, could it be Eva Marie? 
That was my sleeper. Well, she's not being pushed for the NXT Women's Championship anymore, if you believe the uh, if you believe the internet. So after watching her match yesterday, you're damn right. I believe her. <laughs> the internet. Yeah, not not I mean, to get on NXT, but you know, I've I've obviously been the one out of the three of us who has been every week trying to defend her. And are you I, throwing in the towel now? I, like I just. At this point, I just can't do it anymore. Matt, you said you you have not caught it yet, correct? I I actually did see uh, some clips of the Eva Marie stuff too. Um, the end of the match on cage side seats. I, I saw some of the clips. The end of the match was bad. The end of the match was awful. She's posing in the ring, and people that are facing hard camera are standing up and turning their backs. Yeah, I don't know that. That's bad. That is bad. Yeah, it was more than one or two because I noticed it. The the thing that, that stands out to me from her match was she had a nameless blonde uh, as her opponent who was hot, who was who was very attractive, um, in an arm bar. Now every arm bar I've ever seen, you know, the, the person has been either completely on the ground or you know, on a knee, something. She was, like, standing in the most awkward, like, crouch, just holding this arm and and didn't even, like, it looked like anybody, a four-year-old, could have just pulled their arm right out of the arm bar. Correct. It it, it looked like the most unbelievable, like, not unbelievable, not believable, Mm -hmm arm bar I have ever seen. She she doesn't sell either. Right. Like she she looks like she might be trying to put like torque on something, but her facial movements, she's still in like some half ass smile gl- glare look that, that just doesn't sell I'm inflicting pain on somebody. The whole match, what Matt, if you get a chance, watch the match. And again, she's living out whatever she's living out. They're trying to train her, whatever. Um, but to your point, Jim, like you incapacitate somebody with an arm bar and then you, you, you try to make them submit. Yeah. You could just squirm out of this. Right. And it wasn't believable that she was inflicting pain on the girl who's on the floor writhing in pain. Like in so, all seriousness, Cameron so it looks is like no, seen as STS is what you're telling me. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like in all seriousness, Cameron is no, Sasha Banks, Emma, and any any of the better women on the roster, but the the match she had with Oscar last night, what was better than anything I've seen her do before? It was Oscar. You can take Oscar for that. You can, but the the other person still has to look engaged and look like they belong there. And the football blonde girl tried. Right. What was up with her finishing move? I, she like slid on her knees, it, hugged her, and then pulled her down. It was it was bad. <laughs> it was just it was bad. I can't, uh, you know, at this point, I, I can't. I'm throwing in the towel right now, and I can't because, you know, we we have we in the past we had said how bad Dana Brooke was. We, we see her improving, you know, and Greatly and improving. You know, they, we we see people improving all the time, and it's just not. It's just not happening. 
It's it's just not happening. I, I don't I, I don't know what else to say. You know, when when you lose a person who has been as adamantly defending her as I have, I, I, I don't I don't it's gonna take a lot to salvage that. It really is. Not to get completely off topic of the of the but but yeah, that was uh that was that was pretty brutal. Well um, real quick Going back to the tournament, realistically, we'll have to have the names of the entrants before Survivor Series, right? I'd imagine they would start the tournament, the Raw going in, and get rid of the, you know, if they go with eight, get rid of the first four. They're not going to have that many tournament matches at the pay-per-view with so many tag and, you know, other championship matches that have to be put in already. Matt, you would think that what they could do is use footage from three months ago into a tournament to crown your new TNA champion. (laughs) (laughs) It could just be the king of the ring again. I saw a lot of that with the TNA. They go, oh, so you're telling me WWE and TNA are are both void of a a champion? I go, yeah, but WWE didn't, didn't book that. Like, they didn't do it on purpose. Like, TNA purposely booked a story where they have a, what, 36-week, 900-man triple elimination (laughs) with points uh, tournament. I mean, like, the WWE didn't go, you know what, Seth, go out there and blow your knee out. We're just going to, we're going to take care of this. Like, for them, it happened. I don't know what happens with the tournament because, I mean, it it says on the the WWE.com, a tournament to, you know, Seth Rollins will not be able to defend his title against Roman Reigns at Survivor Series. A tournament to determine a new champion will instead take place at the event. So to me, I read that as all, you know, all the matches in the tournament will be that night. Like it's like the old King of the Ring, like you had, you had the people earn the spots in the tournament and then it was, what, three three rounds, so eight eight guys in, in, in during the King of the Rings. You do the opening round, and you do a match, you do a second. So I, I, I truly don't know. I have no idea how they're going to do this. Yeah, I mean, if they fit the whole tournament into the pay-per-view, I think we can eliminate any of the current champions holding two belts. Because I think they're all defending at Survivor Series. So to do that, plus to wrestle at least two tournament matches, um, I mean, they're they're putting a lot on that person's plate if they if they are going that round. That is a lot. You're right. Yeah, and and maybe you know Owens and um, Del Rio will then not be in the tournament, and, yeah. and you know, and they'll they'll be the matches that go between rounds. Has any has any matches actually been officially announced? And I obviously get card subject to change. Uh, this would be a big reason to change the subject, the, the card. I mean, uh, they, they had announced Reigns versus Rollins, and I think the only other match for Survivor Series that's announced is Paige versus uh, Charlotte. Okay. As it's far, the, as far Wyatt, as... the Wyatt family and the Brothers of Destruction match is that. No, I mean, we don't know where they're at. The brothers are destruction. Obviously, Kane's across across the sea. Whoops. 
that I don't think was supposed to necessarily happen because we last time we saw Kane, he was what carried off as well by the Wyatts. Sure. Um, so that storyline got shot. Well, I mean, Ryan, we, we, we all know that. I assume Kane and Undertaker are chained in some there's dungeon. The t- there's TV world, and then there's everything else. So, like, on, on Raw, <laughs> Kane is nowhere to be seen. Um, that was, you know who that was, Ryan? That was uh, the fake Diesel dressed up as Kane. <laughs> oh, okay, okay, okay. Fake Diesel dressed up as Kane gotcha. wrestling in Europe. Uh, Bobby. The, the man formerly known as Corporate Kane Demon Kane is, is chained up in the... Stephanie had an extra mask in her office. Okay. And was like, here, tall guy. Right. Throw this on. Go right now it makes sense. That's what it was. Right. It was not Kane. Kane is somewhere in the Wyatt basement or, you know, Where he's something. coincidentally been before, right? I mean, hasn't Kane already been chained in the Wyatt family dungeon? Correct. He broke At out At their once. debut? <laughs> He, he did break out once. Um, <laughs> he may have they, found they, himself out again. They reinforced the pit. They, <laughs> they reinforced the pit. They dug it a little bit deeper. Uh, got um, got uh, galvanized steel chains now. So the, the, it doesn't matter when Kane's Aunt Kay has a key to it. <laughs> this babe ruins everything. I mean, who knows? I, we did see Kane drag Seth Rollins to hell a month ago and Seth was able to make it out in time for SmackDown the next day. So very true. I think lost in this whole thing is um John Cena's nose finally won. I mean, for months we you know, we heard about uh you know Seth Rollins broke John Cena's nose and and released the stupidest shirt to date. Cena wins, the most LOL. The irrelevant shirt that was ever released. Cena wins, LOL. You never bought the shirt, did you? I'm it hasn't gone to clearance yet. I told you when it went to clearance, I will buy How it. How is that not on clearance yet? WWE shop. Both of Jack Swagger's shirts are not on clearance yet. <laughs> blue Pants' shirt is not on clearance yet. You got me on the Blue Pants. Um, you got me there. Have you bought that shirt yet, Ryan, since you're did, such a I Blue Pants fan? I'm, I, I do like the Blue Pants, but it's a ridiculous shirt. I would never spend money on that. Until it goes on clearance and there's a 40% off clearance. <laughs> Maybe I'd buy the shirt then. I mean, you, true or false, you bought – didn't you buy the Mojo – no, you bought the Tyler Breeze white shirt. I, thought, I thought for Breeze. some reason you bought the – You don't like I Tyler Breeze? No, Mo- no, I thought maybe you bought the Mojo Raleigh shirt. Isn't that a great shirt, Matt? That is a fantastic shirt. It's, Which it's one very, of you very owns neat. the Bella Twin hat with the ponytail? No one's done up that. Brian, you're not going to admit to it? <laughs> Guilty. Guilty. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, so, so this... I mean, I'm not the one that has the John Cena draw bag, though. Right. Which... I, I never purchased the John I mean, Cena I really draw bag. I purchased the soft belt buckle, I, which I did oh, not purchase. I did not purchase these items. You're a fool for not purchasing them. That's a hell of a deal. Am I too soft to have uh, not bought those? Yes. You're not a but certified yeah. G. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
yeah, I don't know. I don't know what's going to happen How here. You know, I'll get Jim if Enzo Amore comes up and wins the oh, WWE. Oh, God in heaven. Would you, would you cancel your WWE Network? Hell no, I'm not going to cancel the WWE Network. None of those assholes on Twitter that said they did cancel the WWE Network. No, because they still know what's going on Exactly. Nobody's canceling the, the network at nine ninety nine. Nobody's doing it. You may you may take a couple of months where you change your email address and get a free month out of it. But nobody nobody's like seriously. The, uh, so many people they may have canceled it that night and they probably bought it back the next day. Right. It, it, you can be pissed all you want, but you can't beat the deal. You you just can't for everything you get out of it for NXT. Here's the deal. You know, could I maybe stop watching Raw a little bit if I get that pissed off? Sure. But they have NXT, you have Breaking Ground, you have so much great stuff on it that I'm not going to cancel the network. Even if I don't watch the, the current product, if I get that pissed off at it. Okay, that's fine. My but I don't even see that happening. We're, we're, we're in too deep now in, the w, in, in wrestling with this. We, we, there's no turning back here. Um. But yeah, I mean, you brought up a good point though, Ryan, about Raw this week being from Europe and being on tape delay. Is and then obviously the WWE didn't have any sort of plan that this was going to happen or think this was going to happen. But but what do you guys think happens this week on Raw? Do they do they do they make this show must see TV, even though the spoilers are going to be out there? I know for me. It's going to be hard, but I'm going to have to avoid Twitter like the plague this Monday because I don't, I don't want to be spoiled on anything that's going to happen that night. Yeah, like, and it's one of those things. Like, I follow so many wrestling fans and yeah, other sites that the three count page is not safe. My personal Twitter is not going to be safe, so I'm just going to have to swear off Twitter for the day. Yeah, like we're going to have to put a Twitter, uh, a tweet out from the three count page and be like, we're going to be silent, you know, until Raw's over, until Tuesday, pretty much. Or at least, you know, because. We, we can live tweet Raw, but then, then everybody already knows it, I guess. Yeah, you know, but, you know, what, what do you, do you, what do you guys think? Do you think they're going to, do you think they're going to really make this must-see TV and, and push a lot of storyline stuff, are we going to get what I would call a more, quote, typical UK Raw? What What do you think? Yeah, this one's got typical all over, dude. It really does. Like, until the WWE can prove me different and, and prove me wrong, they're not going to change. Like, they should, I in all reality, I think they should be in a panic. They They should be really concerned with what's going to happen here. I just don't think they are. We're going to get your typical um, your typical Raw. We might have Sheamus being uh, from the, the – well, he's from Ireland, but, but being over in the U.K., um, you know, kind of demanding that he should be the champion. Maybe we can plant that seed, but we're not going to see anything actually happen until the go-home Raw the following week, in my opinion. Yeah, I would be shocked if they do anything, you know, of extreme merit on next week's Raw just because they never do. And it, it doesn't really make sense at this point. I understand the spoiler aspect, but if you want international crowds to keep getting jazzed for appearances in their countries, 
you have to stop treating it like it's a typical house show. Um, and they should do something big with the circumstances this time, but I don't think they will. Um, I think they're going to announce some of the competitors that are going to be in the tournament. Um, but, but I think, and I'm going to, I'm going to go kind of go out on a limb a little and, and, and go with the thought I had earlier, Ryan, is that they are going to do some sort of a live cut in, um, like whether it's coming back from commercial, going into commercial, whatever, but, they're going to do some sort of live announcement um, to, you know, more details of this tournament, like just so that people tune in and, you know, that throughout the, throughout the commentary, they're saying, you know, stay tuned for a live announcement for details about the tournament. So people, you know, if they, if they really want to see it are going to have to tune in. I think that they're going to do that. Um, but I don't think it's going to be a monumental night or anything. Uh, I think it's going to be more, more of the typical um, international raw. One other thing I, I had put it out there, the, these new Twitter polls, I, I actually kind of enjoy um, that, that you can do now. I, I put one out last night while watching NXT. Uh, Matt, I don't know if, if you want to, because I'm not really giving anything away. It was just more of a observation of kind of what they've been doing with Finn Balor lately, doing the Balor Club, you know, a little bit closer to his, you know, the kind of the stuff he was doing in in New Japan, and I mm-hmm. and I put a put a Twitter poll out there. I said, you know, what are people's thoughts on Finn Balor basically using multiple characters and simply love it or it's bad? Did you stick with one? Ninety-three percent of people uh, responded to this that they, in fact, love uh, what they're doing. What are what are your guys' thoughts on this? You know, because you see him bring out the demon for some of these big matches, but now he's coming out leather jacket, no face paint, um, definitely a different feel to Finn Balor right now. Ryan, do you like it? Do you hate it? What What are your thoughts on what they're doing with Finn? Yeah, I like the Balor Club thing. I think uh, he has the talent that he doesn't have to necessarily rely on the whole demon thing, but but can still have that in his back pocket for really really big moments in his uh, in his career. Kind of a WrestleMania once a year come out as the demon thing. Um, regular Finn Balor doesn't have to really exist with the Balor Club anymore. Come out with a leather jacket uh, and things like that. I mean, it's a blatant rip off the Bullet Club. Um, and, and honestly, the Bullet Club does it better. But uh, for what the WWE can do and get away with, I, I, I don't have a problem with it at all. I think Twitter's spot on. Um, I'm not sure who the Debbie Downers were that didn't like it, but uh, screw them. <laughs> Matt? Yeah, I'm all right with it, too. Um, you know, just for the reason that, you know, he's obviously not going to do the makeup all the time. So um, if if we can give a different aspect of his character... Um, something, you know, that the fans can then get jazzed for when he does bring the makeup out, you know, and it's not just every single special event that he does. I, th- I think it's a win for Finn Balor. Yeah, I'm right there with you. I mean, he, he, because it was cool. It was cool to see it, you know, kind of whenever he had a, a, a 
pay-per-view or special event match or, you know, maybe every time he has a title defense, he'll do it, you know, but I mean, that, that, that's got to wear on him, you know, and, and with the, with the, with the NXT tapings, because of the process that it goes through, if there's ever a time he was defending a title on a taping, he wasn't going to be able to do it. So I actually like that they can use him. And, and I, and I think that the Balor club style, you know, can, can really be more marketable because when he's the demon, he's not going to be talking. He's not going to be, you know, as, as like fan interactive because he's in this alternate world. Whereas the Balor club, Finn Balor, he can be more interactive and he can do, you know, backstage interviews and things like that. So, and, and it's huge. Obviously, you know, you see people, you can buy the, the demon mask and the, and the armbands and things like that. But then you can also buy the Balor club t-shirt and there can be a lot of stuff that can come from that. So yeah, it's definitely a win-win for the WWE. And I think NXT, they're doing it exactly, uh, exactly right. So, um, Really, guys, I mean, that we're, we're coming up on the end of the show. Uh, I told Ryan, you know, as we were prepping this, that, that I have no problem. I know we usually do a Raw recap, but um, obviously this news with Seth Rollins was just a lot bigger than just recapping what happened on this past week's Raw. I didn't think it was a bad Raw. The ratings dipped a little bit. Um, but, but now with all of this going on, this was obviously much more important. Uh, so... Matt, before we let you go, and then Ryan and I will wrap it up, just let everybody know um, Instagram stuff and uh, where they can follow you on uh, on Twitter. Yep, Instagram this week, as mentioned, we are featuring Tess Valentine for her um, debut match at PWE, for the debut event of PWE. It's going to be fantastic. Make sure you're out there. You can meet our woman of the week. Uh, she's very nice, very personable, um, and fantastic in the ring. Next week, as Ryan stated, we will be featuring both on the show and on Instagram, Luscious Latasha. She's a great rising star in the indie scene, so um, make sure you're checking that out next week. And on Twitter, I am at 3CTAPhilly8, the number eight, and Philly as in Philadelphia. All right, man. Well, thanks for for joining us tonight, and uh, you and Ryan and Mark enjoy PWE on Saturday night. Yep, we'll do. Enjoy Gallagher. <laughs> Matt, I will see you on Saturday. Have a good night, buddy. All right, Ryan. Uh, any more? Uh, any more stuff? Birthdays? Anything? No, uh, I don't really have anything. Kind of a slow week for birthdays. Okay. Uh, nothing. Nothing going on good. Uh, check us out on Facebook. It's Facebook.com/slash Three Count Thursday. Instagram and Twitter at Three Count Thursday. Um, be sure to check us out this Saturday. We'll be uh, hosting a pre-show at the Pro Wrestling Empire, see the Yellow Breach of Sports Complex in New Cumberland, Pennsylvania. Check it out at facebook.com slash Pro Wrestling Empire PA. That's Pro Wrestling Empire PA on Facebook. You can check them out. Again, their special guest, WWE Hall of Famer Scott Hall. Uh, great time for that. Very, very excited. Um, hell, I think that's it, right? Everybody's, everything's covered there. I believe so, Ryan. Let them know where they can follow you. Oh, you can follow me. It's a good thing. We're going to have a lot of fun on Twitter, me and you, uh, and everybody. You can follow me. It's at R-Y-N Eagle. It's at R-Y-N-E-A-G-L-E. All right. Ryan, enjoy PWE on, uh, on Saturday night. 
I'm sure I'll be texting you at some point to uh, to find out some of the things, some of the happenings. Now we forgot to ask Matt about what, what weapon he would bring. Ah, uh, we did. We'll throw it up uh, on. I knew we forgot on something. the social medias. Uh, Matt has already left the call, so yeah, we'll have to do it on on Twitter, yeah, and Instagram. Yeah, we will. Uh, you know, stay tuned to that. The, we are on ones. We are on Twitter at Three Count Thursday, Instagram at Three Count Thursday, Facebook dot com slash Three Count Thursday. You can uh, you can follow along there, see all of our posts, see what weapons the guys take to Pro Wrestling Empire. Uh, visit our show site ngscsports.com slash the number three dash count dash Thursday. We want to thank everybody that, that, that bought t-shirts on our uh, shirt sale. We appreciate all the support there. Uh, go to ngscsports.com for all the shows, all the written content, and much, much more. Spreaker, iHeartRadio, and the TuneIn Radio app by searching NGSC podcast to show directly by searching for Recount Thursday in your podcast store. I am at Big Jim Sports. We are at to recount Thursday, Facebook.com again slash to recount Thursday. Guys, have a great week. Thanks for playing along. And uh, we'll be back here next Thursday night, live at 9.30 p.m. Eastern Time. Follow our social media for anything breaking. We will get it as quickly as we can. We'll talk to you next week. And until then, as always, go for the pin. Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere playing at luckylandslots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.